Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of the 1020 Digital Shop Talk podcast. Uh, today, we're going to do kind of a QA and a and it may get long. I'm not totally sure yet, but we'll find out when the time comes. But today we're going to talk about uh, whether you need custom tuning or not. And uh, I recorded this. This will be the second time I've recorded this. The first one um, was was good, uh, but kind of had an issue where get a little off topic and start talking a little bit more in depth about um the misunderstandings of what custom tuning is and what it can do uh, and how it can be supported and all that, which is not, that's not, that's not within the scope of this podcast. So we'll try to keep it on topic today and try to keep it uh, just purely on the subject of who needs it, uh, how to know if you need it and what parts require it. So we'll dig into it right now. So the first question, uh, do like really the general idea is, do you need custom tuning? Um, and the answer to that is uh, there are only, and speaking specifically to 7.3s, but diesels, you know, in general, uh, the only time you need custom tuning um, is if you change the injectors uh, or if you change the transmission, you you might. So those are the only two times, like really injectors are the only thing that requ- like require custom tuning. Uh, and that's like if you change the injectors to something completely different than stock. Um, there's some cases where that isn't true, but it comes down to, um, and I guess it's, it's hard to say for every truck, but let's just stick with 7.3s here, right? That's what we're, that's what we're here for, 7.3 stuff. Um, on, let's say, OBS trucks. OBS trucks, uh, you can run, you know, st- uh, stage one, uh, stage one and a half injectors, so anything from like a 160 zero or a baby swamp injector all the way up to, you know, a 18030 uh, without custom tuning and the truck will run just fine. Uh, matter of fact, with a 160 zero, a baby swamp or a uh, 180 zero, uh, the truck will run exactly like stock without tuning. And that's because it is the, uh, it's an A code injector. So it's a seven to one injection ratio, which is the same as stock. Uh, and it has a stock nozzle. The only difference is capacity. And capacity only matters over time um, when it comes to these injectors. So I do, I do, I'm working on a video that I think is going to break down kind of how injectors on 7.3s or just HEUI injectors in general work uh, that hopefully will help make sense as to why that is uh, and why capacity does not change the way the truck runs, um, except in some scenarios. But in general, it doesn't. Uh, adding capacity on a 7.3 doesn't do much. So, uh, but the basic premise is, uh, and, and, and I'm getting off topic here, but we'll just keep it, we'll just go a little bit longer than originally planned. Um, the basic idea of a 7.3 injector is that unlike every other diesel or most other diesels, HUI injectors uh, require you to have all of the tuning uh, or all of the fuel in the injector uh, that it's capable of injecting before every injection event starts so when you see the two numbers on injectors you've got let's say let's just say for example like a 160 which would be a stage one uh, or an ac code it's all different names for the same thing uh that stage one injector that 160 the 160 means it's 160 cc uh, it's rated 160 cc is a max capacity uh and that's over a thousand injection events so it's not it doesn't have 160 cc's of fuel in the injector. It has 160 cc's uh, divided by you know a thousand, but it's the only way to give it in a good rating. Um, so that's the standard people go by. 
And, uh, and then the second number, the nozzle size, uh, in this case, would just be zero on a one sixty zero. It means it's stock. It's a stock nozzle. Uh, in the case of swamps, um, they call a stock nozzle, a one forty six uh, nozzle. And, uh, but it's just stock. That's all it means. It's not 146%, but usually the bigger the number, that means it's that percentage over stock. Um, so, and you'll probably notice, like if you read forums and stuff, try to figure this out before. I remember reading lots of things like, was it, is it over stock or is it, you know, 150%? Is it 150% of stock? So it's 50% over stock. No, it's it, the general idea with injectors is that it's, um, you know, percentage over stock. Um, so 100% nozzles would be 200% of a stock nozzle uh, orifice size. So there, there's the basics right there. Now, the reason it doesn't matter, like in the case of like, let's say, like the you know mentioned earlier, the OBS truck with uh, 160 zeros in it is because the, the injection ratio is the same and the nozzle size is the same as stock, even though capacity is bigger. So there's only two ways that we can get fuel in the cylinder, two ways. We have pressure. And we have time. Your pressure is your ICP, your injection control pressure. And time is pulse width. So that is uh, how long each, like, the injection duration is. And uh, we're limited to around 3,000 PSI for pressure, uh, which is, that's a whole other subject. Um, you know, we can, that can be varied somewhat. Uh, maybe we'll talk to Injector Builder about that. Uh, but, but in general, it's going to be right around 3,000 PSI. Uh, we're also uh, somewhat also capped by uh, the time, the amount of time we can inject fuel for. But um, if you've got the same injection ratio and you've got the same nozzle, then um, until you cross uh, the barrier where the smaller injector uh, didn't have fuel left to inject, you could still have a longer pulse width. There would just be no more fuel being injected. Um, until you cross that barrier, uh, let's say like the 90 cc's of the stock OBS, um, a one 160 cc injector um, up to whatever pulse and pressure it took to get to get to that 90 cc's of fuel injected uh, is they're going to do the same job no matter what the 160 or the one you know the 190 uh, or a, you know a 500 ac you know uh, a code with the zero percent nozzle would do the same thing up to that point uh, the difference is that if we extend the time we are we cap out pressure uh, we max out pressure and we extend the time longer the pulse width longer. Um, that we can continue to inject fuel with the 160cc injector where we couldn't with the 90s because there's no fuel left. And so uh, I know that's not a, a great breakdown, but hopefully that kind of helps make sense of why um, the bigger injectors in this case don't require custom tuning. So the other thing is like, like, it, like it just really comes down to injectors. Now, Super Duty trucks, um, they have uh, split shots, uh, which just means that there's, there's two injection events. So what happens is, you know, when people refer to single shots, uh, like OBS has had single shots from the factory there, and uh, a, uh, an A code, a 7 to 1 injection ratio, uh, with no pilot injection, and they had a stock nozzle. And on a Super Duty, it's the same thing. It's a 7 to 1 injection ratio, it's an A code injector, and it has a stock nozzle. And they're, they actually are uh, physically a, um, you know, an, an AC code of 160 is... Uh, physically, basically the same thing as an AB code, uh, like an early 99 injector, uh, just without pilot injection. It's just has one event. Um, a one one eighty zero uh, is the same thing as an AD code injector, only without uh, pilot injection, essentially. So, 
what you're doing is rather like you're converting to one shot instead of multiple or two, uh, which is why it's called a single shot. So on a Super Duty, when you switch to a single shot injector, um, you re- you're required to run custom tuning for the truck to run correctly at that point um, because it is a, a different style of injector. You are you're not compensating for the uh, mechanical uh, pre-injection at that point. So basically, injectors uh, require custom tuning usually. Unless it's an OBS with stage ones, then it's not required, but it's recommended. The other time you might is when it comes to transmissions. So the other question, right, is uh, is how do you know if you need custom tuning? And usually that comes down to uh, how does your truck run? Um, if your truck doesn't, if you're tr- if you're running can, let's say you have you know one the one sixty zeros or 16030s uh, in your truck right now and you've got an OBS, you know, your truck will run fine uh, with can tunes like the pH, let's say PHP is can tunes or a TS chip or whatever. It should run, you know, fairly decent. Um, the reason you would want to, to get, you know, you know, quote unquote custom tuning, it's, um, it's a whole, like I said, a whole nother subject there. The only reason you'd like, you'd want to do that is if you've got problems that, that, need to be addressed. And so that's, you know, it's kind of a personal preference thing. You know, if the, the, you want the truck to do something differently than what it's doing, you know, at that point you would want to get, you know, get tuning from someone who can support it and modify it if it needs it. Um, same thing with transmissions, uh, just because you put a valve body in your truck or, you know, shift kit, uh, or converter, or you have a, you know, quote, quote unquote built transmission or whatever, uh, you don't need to have, you know, custom tuning. Uh, it's really just a matter of how does the truck run? Does it shift too hard? Is it, is there something egregious about it? Is it, is it slamming into gears? Is the converter locking way too hard? Uh, is it too soft? Um, that's a preference thing. And so we can't answer that question for you. Do you need different tuning or do you need tuning that can be supported? Uh, which is a better, you know, question than, you know, custom tuning. Um, it's just a it, how does the truck drive that's what matters so um i guess the signs to look for in that case like i said would just be the like does it shift in in in, in one or multiple gears too hard or too soft uh does the converter lock too hard or too soft and then the other thing to consider with that is with transmissions um obs trucks so old by style trucks uh had they did not have uh, pulse with modulated lockup um they were just on off uh, so the converter like well, there's no control on our end really over how firm, how firmly the converter will lock. And a lot of builders now are switching to, and they have for a while, um, switching to running um, non-PWM uh, pulse modulated on Super Duty. Super Duties did from the factory have uh, some control over how, how quickly or how firmly what you would feel um, the converter locks. And so, you know, if you get rid of that, like we don't have control over that. We have control of when the converter locks and unlocks, um, along with, you know, when the transmission will shift, uh, up, shift down. Um, but we, we, uh, our, we, our control mostly is going to be over like, you know, pressure on the shifts and then, you know, when, and, uh, the converter locks and unlocks. So, uh, those are the main things. And it just comes down to a personal preference. You know, if there's something that like, you know, shifts and it's like, you know, slams you back in the seat or throws your cup out of the cup holder, then you should probably figure out what's going on with that. Um, one thing I will say too, like if you have the ability, um, and you change your transmission and you consider whether tuning needs to be adjusted or changed, um, I would try running it without tuning. So even if you've got a stupidity with like one eighty thirties or something, 
Um, it'll idle a little weird, but it's not going to hurt the truck to drive it a little bit. Um, just go drive it without tuning and see how it drives. Because a lot of times what we see is, you know, people come to us and say like, man, I put a new trans in or, you know, whatever. And, uh, and, you know, second gear, it just slams hard. Um, if it does that in the stock tune, then you need to fix the transmission. Like tuning is not the problem there. So if the, if the trans is literally slamming into gears and there's another thing causing it, and we don't, I'm not even going to try to adjust that in tuning because you need to get it like drivable stock first. Uh, and the rare exceptions to that would be like uh, extremely, extremely aggressive, like racing transmissions. And I, I don't know a better way to put that. Uh, but like if you spend eight, ten thousand dollars on a trans that's intended to make a thousand horsepower with one, it's always going to shift pretty hard. Like a good, like that trans is always going to be a little rough. Um, and maybe we'll need to make some adjustments to make it a little more drivable. Uh, but in general, your trans should not be slamming gears uh, in the stock tuning. Uh, and if it does, tuning is going to fix it. So, All right. Um, do you need custom tuning if you upgrade your high-pressure oil pump? Uh, no. And in general, the answer is no. Um, you might, if you switch to uh, a pump that, for whatever reason, is like significantly more aggressive. Uh, I know there's a... I'm not going to name names, but there's a, there's a builder out there that, uh, does things differently than most people and causes a lot of pressure issues. Um, in which case, uh, the answer is maybe you would need custom tuning. Like if you have like crazy spikes or crazy dips somewhere, uh, tuning, you know, might be able to fix that, but the only way to know what to do, there's not just like, Oh, I need tuning for it and that will fix it. It's what do we need to do in tuning to be able to address the problem that you have. And so we'd probably require a data log at that point. Uh, to see, you know, where the problem is, uh, how it's presenting itself, so we can figure out how we're going to, um, or any, you know, tuner is going to be able to uh, mitigate that or or make it better. Um, do I need custom tuning with a turbo? If I upgrade my turbo, uh, no. There, there is, ne- there's really never going to be a time where um, you need to change tuning just because you change the turbo. Uh, it would be very, very rare for that to be the case. Um, the only times you might is like if you have a highly, highly modified setup, in which case you're probably, this conversation doesn't really matter. Um, if you've got, you know, uh, two or 400% nozzles and you switch from, uh, you know, a, a, like an S468 to like an S476 or you put compounds or something on it, uh, that's going to drastically change the way the truck drives, in which case we'll have to modify a lot to get the truck drivable anyway. Um but just because of the turbo itself, there's really not something that we need to do there. So kind of what needs to be understood here, I guess, is like um, there are um, supporting mods, supporting modifications generally don't require custom tuning. And a supporting modification is something that doesn't directly add uh, uh, power usually. It just enables your truck, uh, your setup, the ability to be more efficient or more capable with what it already has for fuel. And so like adding a fuel system, um, adding a high pressure oil pump because your pump wasn't keeping up, um, adding a turbo that's now going to keep up with your injectors, things like that um, generally don't require custom tuning or a change in your custom tuning um, unless a problem presents itself that needs to be looked at further. So um, I hope that kind of answers those questions. If you guys have more questions, you topics you want us to cover, uh, feel free to send them in. You can use our contact form on our website. It's just uh, 1020 com, and on our the the you know the main uh, menu, you can 
uh, click contact us. You can put questions in there. Just put in the subject, um, you know, podcast. And, or if you want to send an email, just send it to dusty at 1020.com or media at 1020.com. I would absolutely be happy to try to cover more topics that are useful and helpful. And hopefully we can try to answer these questions as clearly as possible that, that, um, get asked a lot. So it makes it clear for everybody. I appreciate you guys listening or watching. This is on YouTube. So I'm going to try to put all these podcasts up on YouTube. Now there'll be an actual video to go along with it. Um, if you guys want to check out more of those, you definitely can. Uh, 1023 soul is our YouTube channel and make sure to share with your friends. If you're on, if you're on YouTube or if you're on Apple podcasts, make sure to, uh, subscribe, like, and leave a review if possible, because that helps us to know how many people are listening, whether you're appreciated or not. We'll talk to you guys soon.